Hi, my name is Amy. I'm Dean's wife. I just wanted to give a little bit of an intro about who Dean and I are as a couple and what our vision is for our ministry, just so you guys could get to know us a little bit because I know there's a lot of listeners out there who we've never had the opportunity to meet. So, hi everyone. <laughs> if you live in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, we haven't met. We would love to meet you. We love making new friends. Please um, contact us by email. We'd love to sit down, have coffee, go to lunch. Um, yeah, so... Um, basically, we've been married over 30 years. Um, we have had a, a challenging marriage at times. God has brought us through some tremendously difficult times as a couple, but also as just a family. We've been through a lot as a family as well. So um, we do not know how people do life without Jesus because um, we just wouldn't have made it as individuals or as a family couple, it just, I can't imagine doing life without Jesus because life is hard sometimes. I know you guys know that. Um, I can just encourage you that no matter how bleak it seems that if you have God at the center, if you have his word at the center of your life and his spirit at the center of your life, Jesus can make all things new. And so just hang in there. Um, we've been through it all and, um, he's brought us through and as, as far as us as a couple, even the challenges that we faced as a couple, um, I can tell you that many years ago, we absolutely hated each other um, while we were married. <laughs> and now we're madly in love. And we walk down the street holding hands. And um, that's that's been consistent for the last several years that God has just brought us to to fall in love and be best friends. And it's been an amazing journey together as a couple and as a family. And so, um, yeah, that's kind of who we are. We're in our fifties. Um, we have four kids. Um, yeah. So anything else you want to know, feel free to give us a call, um, or email us. Um, as far as the ministry goes, um, our vision for this ministry and the reason we started it is not really because the world needs another ministry. <laughs> Um, in fact, we've hesitated for many years knowing that there are a lot of good ministries out in the world. Um, there's a lot of good ministries in our own community. Um, so it was just a matter of we continued to feel um, a lot of pressing from the Holy Spirit that there was a need in the body of Christ to, um, to study the Word. And we have found that over the years in all the different churches that we've been in, various denominations, various cities, towns, states, um, we have found that there is a fairly strong lack of um, understanding of just your basic congregant to really understand the Word of God deeply. Um, there's a lot of surface understanding. Um, there's a lot of elementary understanding, but the maturity of what we need in, as believers is really not at the level of what it should be for someone that says, has been a Christian for five years, we're finding that a lot of those people are still kind of in their elementary stage of learning. And God wants to call us all up higher. Um, he doesn't want us to just be satisfied with status quo or satisfied with just surfacey knowledge or any of those things, because he's called us to um, not only to know for ourselves and how we live our lives, do we need to know the word of God, but also so that we can help other people. And so... Um, yeah, we just feel like 
there's kind of a, a, a problem with people who have become very, as a church as a whole, kind of, not that everybody's this way, but it's just a very common thing that people get very dependent on their leaders um, to study the Word of God for them instead of them studying the God, studying God and His Word for themselves. So it's kind of like a codependent relationship where um, we're depending on somebody else to get our food for us. We just kind of leave that up to our pastors and our leaders and as um, just congregants, we don't really think that we are capable of understanding the Word of God for ourselves in its fullness, but we are because the Bible says that we've been given the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth. And so we, we all have the Holy Spirit. So we all have the ability to understand. It's just a matter of, of understanding a few skills and it's a matter of diligence. So we want to encourage you to be diligent and we want to encourage you and show you some skills that will help you in um, understanding the Word of God better because we have a responsibility to know what we believe and why. I mean, we, we are responsible for that knowledge. We're responsible for the Word of God that we um, often claim that we know but often know so little about. And so we want you to be able to give an answer to someone that comes to you. Maybe you have an unsaved sibling that comes to you and says, I don't believe in God because the Bible has so many contradictions. Maybe that person is um, a bit versed and they'll throw out a contradiction to you that's in the Bible because there are many that seemingly contradict themselves. So you need to know how to accurately handle the Word of God. That's, that's your job. <laughs> and so that's my job. And I'm still learning. Um, so we need to be able to answer those questions and there's no way we're going to be able to to guide that person in the right direction and help um, quell some of their confusion if we ourselves are a bit confused and so we want to help you guys to have the tools that you need so that you're not confused we also want to just give you some exciting motivation of why it's good for your own personal walk with God um, you'll find so much strength in it and one day you're going to face a question in your walk of what is the right decision here, or the wrong decision, what would God want me to do? And the answer is more than likely in the Word of God. And if you have that foundation of a really deep understanding of the Word of God and, and sound doctrine, then you're going to know what to do. You're not going to have to scramble in the middle of a, a difficult decision to try to figure out God, what God wants you to do. You're going to already have um, that knowledge inside of yourself to know, okay, this is how God would have handled it. And um, so we want you to be prepared before the big thing happens where you're confused and you don't know what to do and you don't know what Jesus would want you to do. Because if you know the Word really well, then you know God really well. Because Jesus said that He was the Word made flesh. Um, if we want to know Jesus, we have to know His Word. It's not just about... It is about praying on our way to work, praying on our way home, praying with our friends, praying with our family, going to, to church on Sunday and Wednesday. And, and that's all about, you know, growing closer to God, but it's not the fullness of that. Um, the fullness of it is knowing the Word of God as well, because that's where we actually learn about His character, who He is, what He wants, how He thinks, how He makes decisions so that we can make decisions that are pleasing to Him. Um, we are called to do the will of the Father, but how can we do the will of the Father if we don't fully understand what the will of the Father is? 
And the only way we know that is by getting to know the Father. Uh, and marriage example would be, you know, I've been married to Dean for 30 years. I spend a lot of time communicating with him. He spends a lot of time communicating with me. I listen. Um, I, I could tell you in almost any given situation what my husband would do. That's because I've taken a lot of time to get to know him and to listen to the things that he has to say, to listen to his philosophies about things or whatever. And therefore, if I get caught in a situation where I have to make a decision for my husband for some reason, um, I'll know what he would, what decision he would make because I've taken the time to get to know him and how he thinks. If we don't take the time to get to know God and how he thinks through his word, then we're basically making our judgments and our decisions based on emotion, based on maybe a feeling in our heart that might be the enemy for all we know, because the enemy is very good at impersonating the Holy Spirit. Um, so the way we protect ourselves from being influenced by the enemy is the same way Jesus protected himself, and that was by knowing Scripture. When Satan came and tempted Jesus in the wilderness, he used Scripture. But because Jesus was a good student of the Word of God, he knew how to answer Satan. He knew that Satan was pulling Scripture out of context, actually. So he knew how to combat that. And he knew that what the will of the Father actually was because of the time he spent with the Father in prayer, yes, but also because of the time he spent getting to know the Father through the Word and through Scripture. So our desire and our whole purpose of our podcast and our blog is to stir the body of Christ to get in the word more to get in the word not for just 10 or 15 minutes a day and meditating on one scripture a day but getting into the word to really um, read the whole love letter if you will and not just pull snippets out of the love letter um, for example if you were going through some a box of old love letters from somebody you wouldn't just pull out a little piece of that one love letter and know that person. You would need to read the whole, all the letters, and you read to need to read the letter in context of the whole thing, and so, um, yeah, I'm, I, I just, my heart is, I have learned being married to Dean that, like I never had learned before, how to properly study the Word of God and how important it is for my life. So through listening to him teach, through listening to him just in communication as a friend, um, I have a much greater respect and value for the Word of God and its need in my life, like its critical need in my life. And I, I understand how to study it like properly um, based on the context, who it was written to, why it was written. Um, what was the culture, what was happening in the church at that time, all these different factors that we have to take into account when we interpret the word. That's how we figure out, oh, actually the Bible is not contradicting itself here, and this is why. We're called to be able to give an answer to everyone who asks us, right? So how are we going to do that if we don't know how to answer those questions ourselves? So God wants us to take a step higher, um, you may be walking with God and love him with all your heart, but maybe he's challenging you to take a step higher. Understand what you believe and why down to the very smallest of doctrines that people may throw at you. Um, it could be anything. Some, it could be the, 
what does God think about divorce? It could be what does God think about women teaching in the church? It could be um, a very important one is, is does God predestine people for damnation or for heaven? Questions that are important, like really critical. And divorce, for example, may not be a critical question for you right now, but what if it ever is? What if you're ever faced with that decision? Where do you stand? And if you don't know where you stand, you're going to act on your emotions in that moment. So that's another reason these kind of things are important to be our foundation. So when we get in the moment of a decision, we can make the right decision. We can make the decision that's pleasing to God because we have a strong foundation in the Word of God and we know His heart. We, we are married to Him. We are communicating him, with Him. We are listening to Him. We communicate to God all the time, most of us. We're praying to Him in the car. We're praying to Him with friends. We're communicating with Him, but He wants to communicate with us. So when does He get to do that? It's not just via the Holy Spirit and feelings. It's also through His Word. And more importantly, it's through His Word because we can't put a lot of faith and trust in our feelings and emotions. And I think as Christians, we do that far more often than we should. Um, they're valid. Um, sometimes they're very valid. But sometimes they're just the enemy impersonating himself as the Holy Spirit. And so if we don't have the Word of God, it's going to be difficult for us to distinguish the voice of the Lord and the voice of the enemy. So our heart is that this podcast, that these blogs will spur you on to take a step higher, um, to get deeper in your relationship with God through his word and through a proper interpretation of his word for sound doctrine, um, to equip you, um, so that you're equipped when the enemy throws something at you out of the blue that you weren't expecting. Does God want everybody to be healed? Does he, doesn't he? What do you know about it? What if you get sick? What if you get diagnosed with cancer? You need to know in that moment, what does God's word actually teach on this subject? You need to know. You need to be prepared. So we want to help guide you and give you the tools that you need to try to understand that for yourself through your own personal Bible study. Uh, and I believe it's in 1 John. The Bible talks about how um, the Holy Spirit is given to teach us so we have no need of a teacher. Now, in context, the point being is not that teachers aren't good for us. The point being is that we are now so connected through Christ and the Holy Spirit that we can learn these things for ourselves. We can self-feed, if you will. We don't have to depend on a pastor exclusively to be the one feeding us. We can feed ourselves. God's called all of us and actually given us the responsibility to feed ourselves. And so we're responsible. If we get to heaven, let's hypothetically say that, um, let's hypothetically say you have a particular view about, um, I don't know, maybe divorce or something. You make a certain decision when you're in the heat of that moment and then you get to heaven and you say something God says, hey, why did you do this? And you say, well, because my pastor said it was okay. Or my pastor said it wasn't okay. Or whatever. And he's going to go, but what did I say? What does my word actually teach? Or were you just taking someone else's word for it? Um, does that make any sense? I hope that makes sense. We want you to, to gather your own manna. Um, you obviously need to listen to your teachers and take what they um, say, like you need to examine it though, right? You're, you are called to be responsible to examine what you're being taught and not just take it blindly. 
So that's what we want you to do is not take teaching blindly from anyone. Pastor, teacher, Sunday school leader, youth pastor, TV preacher. We want you to take it, examine it, look at the Word of God, dig into the Word of God, and be willing to look at it in its fullness and not just take someone else's word for it. Which brings me to another point. We are not here for you just to take our word for it either on any subject. Um, in these podcasts and blogs, Dean will talk about various topics and subjects. He wants you to take all those to your own personal Bible study because he's not going to have it all right about anything necessarily. You know what I'm saying? He may have it right on some things, but he's not going to have everything right. I'm not going to have everything right. You're not going to have everything right. That's why it's important that we know for ourselves and that we're willing to do, make the effort to diligently get in the Word for ourselves because we can sometimes put people on too high of a pedestal, right? And we begin to follow after men instead of God. So we don't want you following after us. We don't want you taking every message that we teach blindly and not searching it out for yourself. We beg you to search it out for yourself. We beg you if there's a red flag in anything you hear us say that you search it out for yourself because God has called you to do that. You're responsible to do that. Um, not only that, but if we can get you just digging in the Word of God more for yourself, that makes us happy. So that's our goal. Um, we are going to be wrong on some points, I'm sure, um, as most teachers are. That doesn't make the teacher a bad teacher, a bad person, or someone who doesn't know God. It means that they're still growing and they have things to learn themselves. Um, so we're open to criticism. Um, we're open to you sharing your different point of view. You can email us if you like and give us some of your point of view, um, your scripture references, why you feel that way. We totally will check it out and read it and, and do some investigating or whatever. So. We're your brothers and sisters in Christ. We're not anybody special. We're, we're just here to love and to serve and to help you um, grow in your walk with God. Um, uh, we, I personally have pushed my husband to do this because he is not the kind of person who likes to be in the limelight. But I feel like he has something very valuable to add to the body of Christ. Because um, I was a Christian for many, many years. I've been a Christian for... Uh, I don't know, like I lost count over 30 years. So, um, and I, from the time I was 16, I'm in my fifties now. So, um, I just didn't hear this stuff taught in the body of Christ. It's no knock on the pastors that I had. They were great men of God. I just wasn't really taught, um, actual skills and how to study the word of God properly with proper interpretation and understanding with context and who the book was written to, um, the biblical background, the history, um, you know, things like that. So I feel like I've learned a lot from Dean um, over the years and I've had the privilege of being his wife and learning these things, but I feel like the world hasn't had that privilege. And so I really want people to, to, um, to hear from him. I also want people to hear from other teachers out there teaching the same thing, that are teaching people how to study the Word for themselves. So if you know of teachers like that, please uh, send us some links or whatever, because um, maybe through our email or whatever, because we want to hear about that, because that's important and it's not very common in the body of Christ, and we want to support them and and let other people know about them too. So, uh, um, Also, just to let you guys know what topics um, you might get from listening to our podcast. Obviously, we're going to talk a lot about 
um, how to study the Word of God, um, proper interpretation, context, things like that that we feel like are really important. Um, but we're also going to talk a lot about, at times, um, maybe down the road a little bit more and more, but we'll, we'll try to delve into some topics that are often confusing to believers, um, that they haven't really had the time or taken the time to fully investigate in the Word for themselves, so they just kind of take some teacher's word for it um, instead of really finding out what God's really saying. And topics, topics like that would include maybe... Um, let me think. <laughs> what does God actually think about divorce? What does God actually think about um, women in the church? What does God actually think, um, women speaking in the church, excuse me, what does God actually think about, um, does God want us rich or wealthy, or does he want us poor, or um, does God want everyone healed? Does everybody does God want everybody to be healed, physically speaking? Um, oh gosh, I'm just trying to think of different topics. That are, what does God think? Did I already say divorce? Uh, what does God think about the roles of husband and wife in a marriage? Um, what are um, These are different questions that are often talked about at, in brief from the pulpit, but a lot of times we don't get a lot of detail, or we don't, maybe we get the detail, but we don't go home and kind of dig into it for ourselves to find out, okay, was what he was teaching, does it really line up with context? Does it line up with the context of the whole counsel of the word? Or was he kind of just pulling scriptures out? So, um, and what was the, the background, the biblical history, when Paul, say Paul, for example, wrote that letter? What was the, the background and the history that was going on? So, um, so we will talk about various topics that maybe you don't get to hear about in length or maybe you haven't really been challenged to go dig for yourself for those answers. And so we'll talk about context of some of those topics. Um, if you have a disagreement with us on that, um, please know that we don't think that we have all the answers. And even though Dean will speak with a lot of assurance and authority, I know him personally, and I know that he knows that there's times when he's been wrong. And we've been we've been following God together for many, many years, and we've been wrong about things. And so we understand that, um, and we understand, and we all are at different places. And so even when he's, he's frustrated, like he sometimes gets frustrated with the body of Christ at large, and he'll say things like the church this and the church that because he's frustrated. Mostly frustrated because there is a lot of false doctrine out there, and there is a lot of doctrine that's being preached that doesn't have a really strong foundation in context, in biblical history, in the whole counsel of the Word of God. And so that frustrates him um, because he feels like, you know, that we can all learn, that God has given us all the ability to learn truth if we'll just take the time and the diligence to truly seek it out and not be so dependent on our leaders to feed us. That He has a blog about this on his blog called, um, oh, I think it's called Spiritual Welfare. If you want to read that, it's kind of this idea that we as Christians kind of are on spiritual welfare. We're, we want everybody else to do the work for us. And so we want everybody just to feed us, do the work for us. So, so we can just spend 10 minutes a day in the Word instead of really getting to know God for ourselves and really digging in His Word for ourselves. And so God doesn't want us on spiritual welfare. He wants us to learn for ourselves. So we want to help 
help you get out of welfare. We want to help you get on your own two feet where you are able to to get your own supply and um, hopefully supply someone else in the process because God wants that's the way it's supposed to go. We as teachers are just here to equip you, but we're here to equip you so that you can equip somebody else and so that you can teach someone maybe weaker than yourself and bring them up to where you are. And so if we're all just a bunch of weak people and we're all just depending on our pastors, then we can't help very many people. Um, and, and we're overburdening our pastors because we're just pushing everybody to them. And God's called us to minister as well and to be a part of bringing people up to a higher level. So, so yeah, just get strong with us. Let's all get strong together. Um, just a little information. Uh, we will be doing podcasts every Wednesday morning. One way you can remember that is just remember Word Wednesdays. Um, it's probably not going to be in the title like that. Um, it's just a way that you can remember Word Wednesdays. That way you can check it every Wednesday morning. You can listen to it on your way to work. Um, we do have blogs. The blogs will not be updated as often as the podcast. If you want to be notified whenever there's a blog coming out or there's a podcast coming out, you're welcome to um, follow us and um, or subscribe to our channel. Um, that would actually be great. That would help all of us out. That'd be wonderful. Um, if you have any reviews of anything, please feel free to leave those. Um, if you have any contentions for some reason, please just email us and let's uh, email it back and forth just out of respect or have a phone conversation or meet for coffee. Um, we don't really believe in strife in the body of Christ over doctrine. Like We're really opposed to that because God wants us to live in unity with one another. So um, we would ask that you would refrain from any kind of strifeful things, especially public strife. Um, if you have a disagreement and um, you want to do it in love and we will do the same, then you're welcome to email us and we can hash things out together because that's that's the, how we build each other up. But we are called to build each other up, not tear each other down. So um, we would love to discuss disagreements as long as it's done in, in love. And so um, other than that, um, just a little note that sometimes um, Dean may accidentally say a scripture reference that's off or he may accidentally call Noah, Jonah, or Jonah, Noah, or Jesus, Paul, or <laughs> some of those things, and that's just kind of, Dean gets very passionate and gets carried away sometimes, as we all do, and misspeaks occasionally, so please don't knock him for that. Don't take him seriously when he, when he calls Jesus Noah. <laughs> it's just a misspoken thing, so yeah, if you have any questions or anything like that, just let us know. Sorry if we give, accidentally give us a wrong scripture reference on occasion. Uh, it's going to happen. It'll happen with every preacher that you listen to online or in church. So um, you can get used to that one. Um, as far as um, some history about why we chose Going Deeper Ministries as the name of our ministry, um, that is an interesting story. Um, Dean spent several years in Hawaii as a dive instructor. And there's just a lot of great metaphors that um, come from that. You know, we, we as Christians can sometimes get really content just kind of riding the waves and, you know, floating on the surface of the water and seeing a pretty fish every now and then. But let me tell you, if you put those goggles on and you hold your breath and you go down deep in the Word of God and you take some risks 
you're going to find some things that will blow your mind as you just dig deeper and deeper into God's Word. Challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. You know, diving is very challenging. We could tell you stories, dive stories. Wow, could we tell you stories? Um, It's very challenging. It's very risky. Sometimes you may risk that the doctrine that you've always thought about one particular issue, you might have believed it wrong. But that's okay. We've believed doctrine wrong before, and we found out we were wrong about it. So, because we dug deep in God's Word, it's okay to be wrong. And sometimes I think we're afraid of being wrong. It terrifies us. Like, oh my gosh, there's just, we, we are so terrified of it that we don't even allow ourselves to be challenged and um, to really dig and say, hey, is, have, has what I've been taught correct on this issue? I really need to know. And so, don't be afraid. And, um, we're not all going to have it right all the time, and Dean and I aren't going to have it right all the time. We don't have it right, I'm sure, on every point that we believe right now. I'm sure we're we're still lacking. We're all growing, and we're all at different places. We're not going to judge you. We hope you won't judge us. We're just in this to learn with you. Um, but we have learned some things over the years that we would really like to share and like to challenge you um, to look at things from a contextual standpoint, a historical standpoint, um, things like that. So dive deep, dive deep, dive deep, and don't just be content being a surface swimmer. We just challenge you in that. Um, if you would like to contact us, oh, you can contact us at thirstforgod at live.com. We'd love to chat with you. Um, that's thirst and the number four God at live.com. If you want to hang out, if you have any questions or suggestions, um, also just to end this time today I just want to share a scripture with you that is kind of like our motto if you will for our ministry and that is Romans 11:33 and it says oh the depth of the riches both of the wisdom and knowledge of God how unsearchable are his judgments and unfathomable his ways amen look forward to meeting you guys someday blessings <laughs>